It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent and tastemakers in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at chicagoverseunited.com. This week, talking with Matt Devine, Greg Corner, Dan Weiss, and Elias Malin of Kill Hannah in an interview recorded at the band's practice space in support of this year's New Heart for Christmas events happening this Friday, December 16th at JBTV, and Saturday, December 17th at Bottom Lounge. Here's how that sounds. Hi, Black here at Kilhanna's practice space with the members of the band. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. Great. Thank you. Cold. <laughs> yeah, Matt still has his jacket on. <laughs> I want to talk about New Heart. Obviously, that's happening and all sorts of big things happening with the band right now. But first of all, let's kind of like look back. How has 2011 been for Kilhanna? Because I, I think it's been a little bit of a low-key year for the band, but I know that you guys have been keeping busy as well. Yeah, sorry, I was just distracted. I was looking at Greg's shoes. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been low key for the band, you know, in the sense that we haven't we haven't played a single show the entire year. But individually, we've all been very busy, and then collectively, we've been writing and tracking, and uh, you know, so we have the raw material for what would be, uh, you know, a record, a follow up to Wake Up the Sleepers, and uh, everyone else has just been also really busy with their own pursuits as well. Obviously, not to get off on a tangent, but you were in Spider-Man this year. How was that experience, like, if you were to look back on the entire thing? I look back on it and it just seems, it just seems dreamlike and kind of, it just, it doesn't even seem real to me because it was such a, it just seems like an abstract memory. I mean, it was something, I was in something like a hundred 50 shows or something yeah, the most, you know the, the, it was like the most play or the most previews for any play in history or something yeah yeah, yeah. but it's funny because they're all virtually identical so that that whole period it's it's funny because it was exactly this time last year that it first went out there so different things like the weather different neighborhoods i walk through are now kind of triggering how i felt when i first got out there and the kind of excitement of being in a new city and the excitement of of trying this new kind of path and and the new people i was meeting and and I think it was a really healthy thing. Yeah. It's it's kind of fun to be thrown way outside your comfort zone and and to feel almost like a freshman at college again. You guys have kind of like by and large for people's perception taken kind of a year off from Kilhanna as a project. Has this year off kind of made people a little bit more eager for Kilhanna as a band for your music for the live shows? Is that something you've kind of seen? Uh we hope so. I mean, uh you know, I know we're all excited to play again. Yeah. Um so, you know, we definitely hope our fans, you know, are excited to see us. Yeah, and you just booking this one show, the New Heart shows. We talked about it earlier in the year, and we, you know, we didn't know if, if there was going to be if we we're going to sell fifty tickets or a thousand tickets, you know. And so we kind of picked a, a little bit of a smaller, like off the off the map type venue. And as far as I know, it the show's sold out. So that's an indicator that I think um, things are still strong with the fans and everything. Well, just judging by the reaction online, looking at like people's comments on the events and stuff like that, it seems like there's a lot of enthusiasm for these events. And I think that that's true of New Heart concerts for Kilhanna. I mean, has that been your experience in the past where New Heart is kind of a, a, a separate beast? It's a larger deal than maybe a normal Kilhanna show? Yeah, it's like our, it's our flagship show. You know, it's like the mothership. You know, you put all the, the effort of you know production and you know our set list is the longest of the year for sure we definitely dig deeper into our catalog than any other show and we just try to you know surprise people too with what we'll play and and what we'll do 
It's a challenge to ourselves to learn our own songs. You know, I don't think people realize <laughs> that when you take time off. It's, in some cases, some things are muscle memory. They come right back. And some things are literally like you're hearing it for the first time, even though, you know, you wrote it and everything. So, you know, for us, this is like more rehearsal goes into this show than any other. We have, like, you know, an acoustic segment. We have, uh, you know, I have to learn a, a Christmas song. And those are always bizarre to learn. And <laughs> work with, in this case, we're working with, string section even mm -hmm. things like that so yeah. we, we really put a lot into it we set the bar so high i think the first years and this is now the eighth annual so we don't you know you know like you just said this is the eighth new heart did you guys ever see this going on this long when you first started this or did you see it even becoming a tradition i think it was just an accidental tradition yeah. <laughs> i like looking it seems like a master plan but i don't think in the first year or two i think it's just no, something that, it's that it was that album the song was on the album so we just decided to call the show New Heart for Christmas, I think that was 2002 yeah. or three. I can't even remember three. when the first one was. Yeah. 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 yeah, 2003 was the first one. So, And that's right when our album came out and New Heart for Christmas was on that record. So, yeah, we never looked at it. next year we're like, let's do another one. Yeah. And then it was like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then it became a thing. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned writing and tracking and, and you know, kind of working on new music. Kind of maybe give people a little bit more of a description of where that process is at and what people might be able to expect from new Kilhanna music or a new record or anything. Well, the you know, for us, it's every every record for us is a chance to outdo ourselves. And we wouldn't, in this case, I think more than any other, every, almost every record we've ever done, we've had the attitude like, look, dude, it's time. To, we either have to go big or go home. Like you yeah. have that talk with each other. Like, look, unless... Unless this can really connect with everybody, unless this can really kind of have an impact out there, there's no point. Like, there's too much work that goes into it. There's too much, like, the struggle, like, for us, it's just, it's just massive. And it's all-encompassing, and it, it's our lives. And it's not just our lives. It's the lives of, if we happen to have girlfriends, if we have, you know, our families, our our crew, our label, our, our entire team. So, in this case, I think it's, we're at that stage again where we're looking at it like, look, Unless these are the best songs we've ever written, unless this will really, really kind of change the landscape out there and that we want to commit to the next two years, you know, of playing these songs live, then then there's no point. So right now the stage we're at is we have the we have the material, you know, for what could be like we have at various stages, like probably 40 songs in various shapes right now from Jeez. totally, totally finished to just really, really rough sketches so that's kind of where we usually find ourselves before any record but i happen to feel super super passionate and optimistic about these and knowing our fans as we do i think it's exactly what they would need from us and particularly fans overseas you know we've been put into this area over there where we do comfortably in this in specific kind of i don't know I don't want to call it a scene or anything like that, but but in terms of press, in terms of the radio presence, in terms of that kind of thing overseas, where we received so well on the last couple of records, this plays so. This new material that I've been, you know, hearing is like plays so well into that. So I could see it, you know, I could see whatever we choose to drop as the next single just being explosive. Yeah, we're releasing a, a new song just for the uh, VIP package holders for A New Heart for Christmas, which will be a new song called Unbreakable, which is kind of, uh, I guess it's an old song that we kind of revisited. We're not even sure if it's going to be on the new record or not, but um, so if, if you hear that song and it gets out there, it's, it's uh, still questionable where its home is going to be. I know you guys are looking at 
doing some touring next year in the UK and you're talking about the new record that, you know, is is forming. Do you have other plans lined up for 2012? Will people see Kill Hannah as more of a active presence in 2012, are you thinking? Or We actually go to Australia. That's the first thing that we do. And then from there, we go back to the UK. And then um, we're just going to try to get these songs tracked as soon as possible and then go out and play them. So that seems to be the plan as of right now. But we're really excited to get back out and just play four people again. Just as Matt and Greg said, this is, this is our first show. Four people. Play, play we're definitely, four people. Yeah, we're four, four play, or five four people. people. <laughs> it gets we're, lost. Bigger, bigger crowds. You really just don't get the impact. Yeah, I mean, we definitely want to be opening for more bands. That's for sure. You know, yeah. um, and and just like you know, touring with like-minded bands, just so it's fun for us and and for our fans. You know, New Heart for Christmas eight. Uh, I mean, it's the eighth year, which is crazy. That's happening this week. It's Friday, December sixteenth at JBTV. And then Saturday, December seventeenth, at the Bottom Lounge, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. And there are still tickets left, actually, for the Bottom Lounge for show. The bottom Lounge show, yeah. But if if people wanted to go to the JBTV showing, is that package sold out? Sold out, impossible. It's actually oversold, so we might have a problem fitting everyone in the studio. But we're gonna do You're it. You're gonna be there, right? Oh yeah, I'm there. Have you guys ever done JBTV before? Oh yeah, like yeah. I mean, performing live. I think we've done it once before. No, no, more than that. No, on live, like playing in the studio. We've done it more than once. Really? Yeah. And also just guested and host. You know, yeah, guest hosted. And hosted yeah, we've yeah, done like... Many times. Yeah, many times. But performance, I thought we only did it once. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can't wait to see uh, both shows this week. It's good to have Kill Hannah back. And I know a lot of people in Chicago and outside of Chicago have missed you guys. I'm seeing... Uh, online, lots of people talking about traveling for these shows, and I think that's awesome. So, welcome back. Really, I think that's great. All right, thanks. This has been the Chicago First United Audio Podcast to Chicago Scene Salvation. Thanks to Matt Devine, Greg Corner, Dan Weiss, and Elias Malin of Kill Hannah for being on the show this week. You can find past episodes of the Chicago First United Audio Podcast at chicagoversunited.com including interviews with Perry Farrell, OK Go, Hey Champ, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at theministryofthedynasty.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.